0: Welcome back to another episode of the Golf Minded Podcast. Cody here with KT. Let's dive in. KT, what's going on, brother? Not much, man. How are you? I am well. I am well. Another Wednesday evening. And uh, anything new on your end, man? Uh, Went
1: kayaking this past weekend. That was brutal. I realized how far eight miles is down a river. (laughs) Um, Definitely need to get some water shoes. A little beat up. Yeah, try something a little different. Um, (laughs) But all in all, it was a good holiday weekend. Um, I enjoyed watching the tour championship, some golf. Um, so how about you, man? Anything exciting?
0: Um, not too much in my end, man. Just kind of hung out at home, you know, did chores, kind of got things caught up this week, and an um, extra day off definitely helped. Um, went to a party at a buddy's house, played some golf at Purgatory, played well, was um, striking the ball well. So that's always good. Let's dive in, man. So back-to-back wins in a FedEx Cup title for Patrick Cantlay. It was his sixth career win. Um, And and what a fashion, Kyle. Um, Four of those wins this season um, were the Zozo uh, Memorial, BMW Championship, and of course the Tour Championship. Dude, in the past 23 events, he had 17 top 25s um, with those wins. He uh, also had a scoring average of 69.8. Pretty impressive year uh, for Patrick Mann. Um, He was the first player to have four or more wins in a single season um, since 2016-2017 season. I'm not sure if he knew that or not. Uh, he did join an elite group um, to do that over the years. KT, um, and, and of course, this is in the FedEx Cup era. He joined Tiger, obviously did it four times. Uh, Rory, Jordan Spieth, Jason Day, and Justin Thomas. Pretty impressive, man. It's
1: definitely impressive. I mean, a couple weeks ago, I bet on him, and then you yeah. know he won the Tour Championship. But he, uh, he, there's just something about him. You know, he kind of said in a press conference where, you know. Everyone strikes him as, you know, kind of walking around, not really smiling, not really. But he says that's how he gets into the zone. I mean, yep. he's really in a good mood, but people wouldn't know it. He's not out there to be your friend. He's out there to win to golf win. tournaments. Right. He said it's not about the money. It's about winning tournaments and trophies. And um, I I honestly think the kid's good enough. If If he's there on Sunday, you better look out. Because right. if he's got a chance, he's coming for it. And I think he could... I mean, I think he could easily win eight to twelve majors, um, and kind of be up there with with some impressive
0: absolutely, stats. Dude. I love that. I love that man. And I couldn't agree more. And he's just playing so consistently, man. Like you said, he's there to play. He's not there to hang. So, and I absolutely agree with that, man. Something else that was pretty impressive um, from this past week. Um, I'm broke the uh, a pretty impressive record on the PGA Tour this past week. KT. Um, he broke the PGA's PGA Tour's scoring record that has stood for the past basically 21 years. Um, so kind of to back up a bit, out of the 35 events he's played this season, he made the cut 29 times. Pretty impressive. That's not the record, though. He had the record um, basically breaking that um, putt to drop um, for his 494th birdie of the season, the most birdies in a single PGA season since 1980. That's impressive. That's impressive. That's a sleeper, bro. Like, that's, you didn't realize that, you know what I mean? Like, that's not. No, that's a stat. Oh, man. And so, obviously, kind of our, our we could say, super season's kind of coming to an end with the Tour Championship. And it'll obviously restart very quickly here. I wanted to go through, man. Basically have a list of some cool stats um, of all the players that led in every uh, major stat this season on the PGA Tour. So I'll kind of run through it here with you. Um, And I'll actually know what I'm going to do. I'm going to say them, and I want you to kind of guess. Let's see if you can get them. Um, So driving distance, who led the the field? Bryson. Yep, at 323.7 yards. This is average. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, How about longest drive? Do you know who it was?
1: Longest drive, I saw this. Maybe... It's it's someone strange, but I'm going to say Cameron Champ.
0: Nope. Um, it's Lee Westwood, 425 yards. It was a TPC Craig Ranch at the um, AT&T, uh, Byron Nelson. Looks like round three, hole eight, it was a par four, 482. Um, easy shot up from there, for sure. Um, how about driving accuracy percentage? Who's got the best in the field?
1: Accuracy, I would say... Hmm.
0: It's a tough one. Not a speed,
1: but um, let's let's do Scheffler, Scotty Scheffler.
0: Nope. So it's actually Brendan Todd, 75.25%. That's Reagan. impressive, man. Yeah. Um, how about Greens and Regulation percentage? Who has the best GER per se?
1: <laughs> greens and Regulation, I uh, will say Justin Thomas.
0: Nope. It's actually Cameron um, Piercy, 72.58. Pretty impressive, man. Um, let's run through these. How about putting average? Who has the best putting average on tour? You've said his name once.
1: Justin Thomas. Nope.
0: Uh, Scott Cameron, Cameron Smith. Cameron Smith. Cameron Smith. Yeah, yeah. I said Cameron Champ. Oh, man. you did. My bad, dude. You're right. Yeah, you Cam- did. My Cameron.
1: Fault, uh, Cameron Smith. Yeah, he is good.
0: Um, and, and his average was uh, one point six eight nine. That's impressive, man. Yeah. Um, here we go. How about total eagles? who has the most eagles this year eagles let's say uh let's say Fino. you know, it's a good guess um it's actually cam davis at 20 so it's pretty impressive um obviously this is a dead giveaway but total birdies No, that's okay. Um Sun Jing, I'm I just said that. That's uh, okay. At <laughs> the four ninety-four. Um how about the best scoring average this year? You sc- should get this one.
1: Scoring average this year is Patrick Canley.
0: Nope. It's actually John, John Rahm. Rahm. sixty nine point three. Yeah. Um all right, how about scoring average before a cut? Who had the best scoring average? So basically who's played the most to you know, kind of get in there and play the best the first two days?
1: I'm going to say John Rom again.
0: You're absolutely right. So, um, his scoring average, <clears throat> excuse me, before the cut um, was 68.8. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Year. I mean,
1: he, I think I saw a stat that, I mean, his year was insane for Cantley because everyone was talking about had he not, you know, failed on those COVID tests. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he, oh, wins he would have, it all. yeah, the momentum. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He went it all because well, I think
0: he, he got player of the year as well. He, as he yeah. should, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think the, he got the USA Player of the Year. Yeah, so.
1: I mean because he almost came back and won, and realistically, like if you take out the COVID incidents, both, yeah, he he does. Right, there was two. Right, there was two. The one he says, I mean, yeah, he failed it, but yeah. he's and saying he was like playing good. Yeah, he was playing good, very yeah. good. I mean, what he was eighteen okay. under, yeah, and they pulled it from him, yep. so which we talked about,
0: right? Um, all right, mean, How about this is a fun one. Round uh, third round scoring average. Who has the best? Uh, third-round scoring average this season? Jordan Spieth. Nope. It's Sergio Garcia, 68.36. Yeah, he was playing good. And sorry, I'm not expecting you to know any of these. I wouldn't have known them either. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't have gotten them either. It's just fun to do it this way. How about final-round scoring averages? Final round, I'll do John Rome. Nope. It's actually Terrell Hatton, 68.55. Next one I have, man. Uh this is a fun one. Uh sand save percentages. Who is the best at saving from sand to get that par? Uh, I don't know. Uh the Broski. Um so Brooks Kepka, sixty five point three eight percent. That's impressive, dude. He's trash. That's impressive though. It's don't impressive. Don't you agree? Yeah, like that's, that's crazy to me to think that. Um okay, this is an easy one. Top uh top ten finishes this season. Who has the John most? Rohn. Thank you. Do you know how many?
1: I just saw that stat today, but um, I'll say
0: 15. That's actually dead on. Good good guess. Um, let's see. Who has the best par four performances um, this season? It's a tough one. Par four? Yeah. So the best par fours overall. Like who, who is the lowest on par fours Steve. this season? Nope. It's um, Emilio uh, Guerrillo. I can never say his name. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm talking about, right? I'm just going to keep saying
1: Spieth on all You're
0: that. good. So he was uh, minus 44 over through par fours. So that's pretty impressive. Um, how about par five performances? Once again, this is someone that um, I've told you about.
1: Par five performances, I'm going to go with
0: Justin Thomas. Sunjing, I'm, again, minus 174. 174 under on par fives this season. That's impressive, dude. They say he plays in... So he switches caddies. Mm-hmm. I saw a thing that he switches
1: caddies from time to time because he literally plays in every event. And that's, caddies can't maintain week yeah. to week. That's insane. He plays that, every week.
0: It's insane. Why which, would you not want to ride with him on that? Like, Which I,
1: if I was on tour, like I, I mean, I'm playing every <laughs> yeah, week. It's like, yeah, why if, would you not? If I'm playing every week and I'm making the money they are and I can afford to stay in hotels yes, and do all that. why would you not sponsorships. play? Sponsorships. I mean, I know. like It'd be different, I guess, once they start having families. That's and true. a lot of the caddies are older, so they got families. That's
0: true. You know, That's with true. kids, different but commitments. But bring the it's kids a job those still. week. Dude, yeah, absolutely. All right, bro. How about this? How about green regulation percentage from the fairway? Who has the best this season? And this number is impressive. JT. Nope. It's a J, but it's a JR. John Rom, eighty-four point two eight percent, almost eighty-five percent um, from the fairway. Green regulation. That's impressive. That is. Yeah, my percentage is like. Huh. One and a half percent, like, <laughs> yeah, he's dude, he deserved it this year, man. This is a fun one. Um, how about green and regulation percentage from other than the fairway? Who has the best basically sc- uh, scrimmage up game? Uh, Stuart Sink. Nope, it's actually Adam uh, Sheckney. How do you say that? Is that correct? Adam, oh, Adam Schenk. Adam, Adam Schenk. Sorry, he's from here. Is he? I think he's an Indiana kid. I did not
1: know that. I'm almost positive he's from Indiana.
0: Let's get him on the podcast. Yeah, let's. look it up. Let's get him on the podcast. I'm
1: pretty sure he's from here.
0: So, yeah, he's got green regulation percentage of the best um, from other than the fairway. Um, 60.61%. That's so impressive, man. It's almost 61%. Um, Let's take a look here. The, oh my goodness, sorry, it's loading slow here. Okay, par three scoring average. Who has the best par three scoring average? There's a tie on this one.
1: Par 3, let's go with Kisner.
0: Nope, it's actually, you said a minute ago, Stuart Sink and John Rom. Let's take a look. Go ahead and, oh, yeah. where's he from?
1: He's from Vincennes, Indiana. Oh, perfect, yeah. He yeah. went to Purdue University. Boom I had baby. a feeling he was from here.
0: Boom, baby, let's get him on.
1: You Turn hear, a professional. You hear that, Adam, if
0: you're listening, let's, let's get you on the podcast. Let's interview you. Let's have some fun. Um, all right, yeah, Par 4 scoring average.
1: Par 4 scoring average. Let's
0: go with... He's been winning lately. Patrick Cantlay. There we go. Yep, at 3.95. So just under the, the par 4 there. So that's pretty impressive. Um, and then the last one on this, man, the uh, the par 5 scoring average. Who has the best? It's a tie. There's two guys. We've talked about them both. M? Hmm? Sun-Chain M? No. <laughs> nope. Um, it's going to be Cameron Smith and Bryson De- DeChambeau both tie at a 4.45 on the par fives. Um, so kind of wrapping that up, man, I want to jump to, the, you know, I wouldn't say it's a fun pact, but it's kind of cool to, to reminisce about this. So 50 events, 43 winners, 14 playoffs, 641 players competing in total, 1.3 million strokes taken in total, and 58,000 miles traveled in the 2021 PGA Tour season. That's a lot going on. That's what they're calling it the super season. So much is happening, obviously with all the COVID protocols, um and things we have to kinda of go around the you know, the yellow tape to get to where they wanna be and you know, where we wanna play. So, um that kind of throws us around, man. I do wanna switch gears, K T. Let's jump to USA, Captain Steve Stricker. Obviously filled out the American Ryder Cup squad today. Yeah. Um Do you want to read those picks? I guess let's start with who we already have. So we have Colin Marikawa. Oh, my gosh, I just debauched his name. Colin Marikawa, Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Koepka, Justin Thomas, and, of course, Patrick Cantlay. Um, The picks that he grabbed right there. Yeah, so
1: so the picks that he grabbed today to fill out the team, um, I thought it was pretty interesting, honestly. Um, He went with Daniel Berger, Mm -hmm. which probably – not as much him, just because eh. I know he kind of gets along with the guys. Eh. Harris English surprised me. Right, um, I know he's playing good, but it's like, eh. Right. Um, I knew Tony Finau was going to get picked. Of course, if Xander, he would be crazy not to not pick. To. Right, um, Scotty Scheffler, the same. He's played great all year. Right, Jordan Spieth was one where, yeah, he's on the up and coming. Um, he does kind of bring a lot of fuel and. and you know, his emotions. Right. Guys love it.
0: And he's good at the one on one. Like he's yeah, good. And he mm-hmm.
1: likes playing. Um honestly I'm gonna say that I'm surprised. The three that I'm mainly surprised about that he didn't pick yeah, let's talk about this. Kevin Na, Patrick Reed and, Kiz. and Kevin Kisner. Yeah, I um, agree with that. All three, um, in my opinion, are good putters. Right. Um they love the the team, you know, like they're they're competitors. Um, So I was kind of surprised by that, just um, I I really don't know where, like, the Daniel Burgers and those came from, honestly. I I don't know unless someone in the team room was like, hey, he was here before. We loved having him. Right. You know, like, what are they going for? I know this year was kind of a pick. Everybody was giving him grief saying, are you going to hang on to the old guys and pick the old guys and and bring some of them in, or are you going to, you know, let the younger generation kind of come in. And that's kind of what we have here, honestly, if you right. look at it, is a lot of the young guys are on the team this year. You know, Spice young, right. uh, Finau's young, all these young guys, Daniel Berger's young. So I, so I don't really know what to think about it. I think it's going to be fun to watch. Right. But I wouldn't be surprised if we get beat. You know, right. I mean, I really well, that's, would.
0: That sucks to say. Um, so with, okay, let's, let's, let's circle back here. So with Daniel Berger, um, I'm not a big fan of him. I don't hate him. I don't love him. You know what I mean? I'm kind of yeah in the middle. I just of don't like, think he deserved a pick. Exactly, and that's kind of where I'm leading to, without being rude. Um, I absolutely agree. So, yes, he's played it in the past. Yes, he's close with JT and um, Jordan Spieth. That's fine. We're not here to be buddies. We're doing that. Why is Ricky not playing? Why you know what I mean? Kind of like you, yeah. you told me that before we were on the podcast. You were telling me that. Like have Ricky on it. Does Ricky deserve it? In my opinion, no. He doesn't. He's not no. brought it. I think Kevin Ott deserved it. Absolutely. I mean, the way he's played,
1: the way he's played leading up in the playoffs, the way he played, I mean, he fought back on Sunday at the tour championship rolling putts in the Ryder Cup. It comes down to, and we've seen it year after year, you know, the year that Rory was playing. I mean, Rory always makes the big putts when he has to, you know, we, we lose by those putts and that's why Patrick Reed. You know he makes the putts when he has to. Ricky used to make them when he had to. I know he's struggling, but I think Kevin Nah this year was a mistake. I mean, I really think he should have picked him. I agree. He, I don't know. I the don't think Kevin. Too. The momentum I don't coming into. Yeah, it, and right? I don't think Kevin it's Na's huge. played, and he played hard to get there. Right. Kisner 100%. won a playoff event and didn't right. get there. I know. You know, so it just it just and Kis, doesn't.
0: And here's the thing. Let's let's back up here. Kevin Kisner this year has he not been the most American player we've seen? Literally, Andy, I mean, I mean, really. Andy's I
1: mean, comments on what's going on in our country—you can tell he bleeds
0: dude, red, white, red, and blue. white, and blue till he dies, a hundred percent. So, like, and and maybe. And anal- analytics aside, aside, us as fans, maybe that's just us, you know, our blood pumping. Like, hey, when we're painted up red, white, and blue, we want to see kids out there doing it. I want you know to see I mean? him
1: out there. I want to see Kevin Nye out there. I think he deserved it. And
0: Patrick Reed's it, fun to watch, too. Like, it, I get that he's not played as well.
1: I think the reason he didn't get picked is because so many people hate him.
0: Right, 100%. That's what it is. 100%. But,
1: but at the same time, Bryson made it on that. But it's it's just like they're talking now that Brooks may not even play. Right, and and if he doesn't, I think Kavanaugh gets in. Kavanaugh gets in that way. I think if Brooks can't play, they bring on Kavanaugh. So
0: I was looking at that. Obviously, that if and they asked, they obviously asked Steve about that. Like, hey, if he's not playing, who's next up? And he said, hey, we're gonna, he's gonna hopefully play. He's gonna hopefully play. So they're not gonna say yet. I would be. But
1: he he I would, would probably pick respect. Patrick Reed. Right. If if that's the case, but I think. There's a lot of Kevin talk right now. Played so good, he's like played it's good. Hard he to deserved beat that. It. Yeah. He deserved it.
0: And dude, like you said, you want to have some with the flat stick that's rolling it that well. Well, and he walks it in. It's just fun oh, to watch. Dude, he so much
1: fun Like, when Tiger started mimicking him, yes. I mean, that's when it was like, that's <laughs> so when we fun. knew Tiger's different. Yes. That's when, like, when yeah. Tiger walked it in after Kevin Nah like, that's when we knew that Tiger's different now. You Absolutely, know? man. He never used to do that.
0: No. So, and I agree 100%. I mean, I think, so, you know, bottom line, I don't think Daniel Berger should be there. That's, once again, our opinion, my opinion, whatever you want to say. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Kevin Na should be there. Like you said, just the, even – even if you take out, you know, the antics, the fun stuff of him walking in putts and just rolling I mean, him in his personality, he is so much fun to watch. Him and his caddy, I follow his caddy on Instagram. They are a blast. They are so much fun to watch. But, you know, taking all that aside, just I, I don't know, man, the talent and just the momentum of him bringing it in this week. Like he's playing so well. Like why are we not paying attention to that? You why are we mean? not paying attention to it? And I mean,
1: maybe I don't even know, but maybe Daniel Berger did this weekend but i know kevin nott was there right i mean i was watching him right i mean him and jt were back and forth and that's what was interesting um but i i think i mean i really think that it's gonna be fun i mean i love the Ryder cup anyway i know some guys that are going dustin warren's going um so yeah because whistling straight whistling uh,
0: straights have you played there I have not. Nope. Yeah, it's we gotta go list. there. Yeah, we gotta go there. Because I want to make a trip, man. I want to. I want to play there because they have a couple of courses there. Obviously, you want to play. Um, but I also want to play Aaron Hills when we're up there. I want to make a trip to do all. All of it. Yeah. All at once. Um, I'm looking up right now Daniel Berger's stats real quick. I just want to confirm how well he's played this this year.
1: Yeah, and and I think to you know once we you know kind of I know you're looking that up, but I think. Um, for everybody listening, um, we're going to kind of jump from this. He'll come back with the stats. But our, our golf tournament, the Golf Minded Open that we've been talking about, um, I think what we're going to do is maybe change the date. Um, there's a lot of conflicts with October 9th. Um, you know, Dustin Warren, some of the guys have a wedding to go to. There's some stuff going on here in Indiana where, where we're going to lose a lot of our core guys that we enjoy playing with. Um, so I think we're thinking about moving it. Um, And maybe changing it up and making it um, 18 holes in the morning and then doing like a uh, beer pong or some kind of like, um, we're going to turn it into like an Olympics um, where where it's going to be a team, a two-man event. So you're going to play a two-man scramble in the morning, um, beer pong partners in the afternoon for lunch, and then followed up by cornhole in the evening. Um, And it's going to be an all-day event. Um, just because we're, you know, getting guys committed is kind of tough right now. Um, so that's what we're kind of leaning on. Um, it's still going to be a fun, fun tournament, fun event. Um, and then maybe come spring, we'll we'll tie it off with um, leading into the spring. We'll have a big event where, Absolutely. you know, we have a, a good size grand prize. The courses are more set in stone and more more apt to work with us right now um, with the weather we've been having. I mean, the courses are just, they're, they're booked. Right. So,
0: All right, brother. So, jump back to Daniel Berger. So, he's not played horrible, man. So, in total, it looks like of 23 events, um, his uh, average is 69.3. That's not bad. But when the pressure's on major championships, he's averaging a 71.9. So, a lot worse. Yeah. So, how do you think
1: he's going to fare in the Ryder Cup? Exactly. That's that's what I'm to. Where the pressure's there. Right. It's way more. You're playing for your country.
0: Exactly. So, I'll just run through this really quick, man. So, the, the 20... 2021 PGA, uh, you know, tour tournaments for him um, started back obviously last year, you know, beginning of the year. Um, he position wise he went uh, 34th, 28th, 17th, uh, 23rd, 10th, 7th, which is not bad. Um, had a miscut at the Waste Management Open TPC Scottsdale. Um, he did follow that up with a win at the um, the pro am at Pebble Beach. He did win there, um, and then he went 35-9, another miscut. Up at uh, the RBC Heritage, 13th. Um, the AT&T By- uh, Byron Nelson, he did finish third. So that's not horrible. Um, Kiowa Island Ocean Course, um, near and dear to my heart, 75th. Um, Charles Schwab Challenge finished 20th. U.S. Open did finish 7th. Um, so actually, dude, major-wise, he didn't do horrible other than the Masters that he missed. Um, but then he went John Deere Classic, 34th. The Open Championship, 8th. Um, and then we had the St. Jude Invitational, finished 5th. Northern Trust 56th BMW Championship at um at Caves Valley Valley Golf Club 26th and then the Tour Championship this last week he did finish 11th so he's got a little bit of momentum um you know obviously way better than than we could necessarily play but in hindsight you know when comparing and I apologize I don't have the stats of Kevin Na right in front of me either um but yeah man that's just once again our opinion our podcast we say what we want so. Other than that, man, I don't have anything else this evening. It was a good talk tonight. Yeah. I do want to say, KT, I'm not sure if you're aware, but we have um, been streamed in over 175 cities worldwide. Pretty impressive. Um, or exciting for us in the nine different um, countries as well. Pretty cool, man. So I just want to take this time to thank everyone that has listened to us talk about golf. Um, and just to reiterate what we've said in the past that, you know, we want to grow the game. We want to keep making the game. Better and more fun, and let people that don't know golf or don't play golf know that hey, it is a fun sport to play, even if you're not good, you know what I mean. I enjoyed, I'm not that great. Um, you're good, you still enjoy it, obviously. Um, but yeah, we, I just wanted to, you know, take a moment to appreciate everyone and say thank you for riding with us. Um, this is, I think, our 14th episode or so. Um, so it's been a lot of fun this far, and the journey obviously is still just beginning. We're just, you know, turning the wheels. Getting started up and, and you know and going with it, man. So it's really yeah. really been fun.
1: Definitely so. has. Um, on on closing, what uh, um, what's your pick? Ryder Cup USA, obviously. USA all day. Yeah, that's I die. I'm USA. I was looking on DraftKings though yeah. that uh, if we pick a tie, our odds are better. I know there so is. I, you know, <laughs> I'm like, is there a possibility that we tie it? We might uh, tie it up. But yeah, no, I. Uh, USA, I'm I'm looking forward to watching it. I mean, it's it's obviously one of those. It's like the Masters. I'm I'm watching it no matter what. Right. I even caught myself this past weekend watching the Solheim Cup. Did you? Um, great golf. Right. I, Bubba Watson being out there supporting that the was girls.
0: huge. That huge. was huge. Him being a part of that, and, and you saw. I don't know if you saw that. He just reached out and asked, "Hey, I want to help." how can I help grow the game of golf on the women's side of it? How do we get more women involved that aren't involved in golf? That's huge, man. That's a big deal. Huge.
1: It was big, especially, um, you know, I mean with everything going on and in today's world, you know, women's golf is, I mean, it proved that they like to have fun. He was out there having fun. They were dancing on the first tee. You know, it's, it's just shows that like golf is, is fun and, and it can be serious. But at the same time, like, Enjoy There's it. more to it. Just have fun and enjoy it. So
0: they're not all wearing, you know, uh, pants and a polo, right? And a little white ball. Yeah, around. those they're days human, are over. So. I mean,
1: we've talked about that with hoodies now, and right. you know, different kind of you know outfits that the guys are wearing even on tour. Right. Um, those days of the the tight knit polo and you know pants and you know, yeah, and those those days are kind of going away, and that's why like the younger generation is it's here, man. Right. I mean. There, there's guys that Embrace play golf it. that are just—they're not going anywhere. So, right. but right, yeah, but, uh, great, great week, man. Yeah, I, I mean, enjoyed sure. it. Um, next week, we'll—we're uh, gonna try to get a special guest on. Um, I really want to get working on the tournament um, yes. and, and figuring that out, hammering so stay, it in. Yep. So stay tuned. Um, so if you
0: haven't signed up um, or want to be a part of it, or even the new kind of what Kyle was talking about, um, tournament style wise, if you want to be involved, reach out at Golf Minded. Um, or reach out to KT or myself. However, um, look for us, find us, reach out, DM. Let's get it popping. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Awesome. All right, man. Have a good. Have a good week. You as well, buddy. I'll see you.